Welcome to the Follow to Lead podcast, episode two, Jacob one through four. And today the subject or the title of this Come Follow Me study is Be Reconciled Unto God Through the Atonement of Christ. And here we are, Preston. We are in the midst of what I'm sure we'll look back on as a very interesting time um, in the world. <laughs> so yeah. you're working from home right now, and I'm sitting in my forerunner outside of my office because of this uh, coronavirus that's going on here in the United States right now. And we're kind of like, so daily life has been disrupted quite a bit. We didn't have church this Sunday. Uh, well, we did it at home, but we didn't actually go to our meetings. And general conference has been changed to the point where it's going to be broadcast live, but there will be no right. actual conference meetings. And it's just a interesting time to be alive and makes me really grateful for the uh, and you know, th this study in particular, right? Like the Come Follow Me structure. And right. I was just thinking about that before we hopped on, like, um, it's perfect for what we're going through right now. Super grateful for it. I think you made a post on Instagram or something about it too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yesterday I was thinking about exactly what you're saying. Um, when it comes to things have really just been put on hold with every phase of our life. I mean, <laughs> my work, I'm, I'm now working from home, which I do often, but this is like permanently until things get figured out. Um, no, it's just been unique, like you said, but at the same time, when it comes to our worship uh, structure, it's really ex exciting to to look back, what, a year and a half, however long we've been doing this now, that, you know, when things like this come up, uh, it doesn't change. Yeah, we don't go to uh, the meeting house, but yet, um, you know, yesterday, me and my family did a, a quick little spiritual meeting, and had the sacrament, which we were able to do um, in an orderly fashion. And it was, we knew what to do. And, and it's easy for the church to, to lay out in that or orderly fashion how it's to be taken care of. And that was just a really special moment to have in my home uh, with my family. But yeah, having come follow me, it really, you know, didn't change things much for us. So it was pretty neat. Yeah, that's, no, that's awesome. And we had a very similar experience. So um well, yeah. So Preston, what were some of your insights from this week's study? Yeah. So a couple areas that I uh, want to focus on, you know, slightly touch on, you know, we're in the first part of Jacob and, you know, Jacob's kind of taking the reins now uh, from his brother and, and, you know, he, uh, he's humbled and yeah, he recognizes what is happening, you know, in, in, with his people in regards to immorality and seeking after riches and, you know, it's interesting to think about how the brethren in Come Follow Me talk about these are what people today are are having a hard time with mm -hmm. and how we can really relate Jacob's words. And, and I especially, I, I can relate it, you know, humbly speaking, those are areas where, you know, we're always needing to be on guard um, and, and focus on. So that's what I wanted to briefly talk about and relate what they went through and and how I'm working on it. But then, you know, the other side, Jacob three, one through two, that's kind of the, his good message after the harsh message, right. Of, of how we can, you know, become more pure in heart and have our minds be firm. So that's, those are the two areas that I want to work on. What about you? Yeah, no, I love that. It's for, for me, Jacob chapter four, there's a few verses there um, that really struck me. It's specifically verse six and seven. 
and uh, <clears throat> and I'll go I'll go ahead and read these, and then I think yeah. let's, let's dive into your insights and and more specifics. Um, cause I, cause what I want to share today is very, very brief. Um, but I think along with that brevity, it's very, very powerful. So he, this is following his explanation of why they write the plates and why, why they, why they are writing these records and, and investing the time and energy to do that. And then he says, so <clears throat> wherefore we search the prophets, meaning we study the scriptures, we search these words, we, we search the prophets that we may have many revelations and the spirit of prophecy. And having all these witnesses, we obtain a hope and our faith becometh unshaken insomuch that we truly can command in the name of Jesus and the very trees obey us or the mountains or the waves of the sea. Nevertheless, the Lord God showeth, showeth us our weakness that we may know that it is by his grace that and his great condescensions unto the children of men that we have power to do these things. And I saw a quote for, uh, uh, that, that ties into this very well. <clears throat> it says, tell your mountains how great your God is. And that really struck me in relation to these verses because I've, I've felt with all the uncertainty and opposition that we face in life, that it's very easy to tell God about our mountains, which is good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, but to, to kind of flip that, that mindset to almost more of an offensive approach, or I should say offensive approach to, um, you know what I mean? Offense, not defense. Like we're looking at our mountains or the opposition, the things that we're facing and we're saying, you have no idea how great, how powerful, how strong my heavenly father is in his plan for me versus heavenly father, my opposition and the mountains are so large. Please help me. It's, it's just, again, both are, both are great um, places to be, whether we're turning to God and seeking comfort versus, or, or we're, we're looking at our opposition and saying like, I'm going to absolutely, um, dominate and overcome these things with the help of my heavenly father. I just, the, the verse, <clears throat> verse six being so clear, we, we study, we learn, we treasure the scriptures so that we can have this hope and faith, which will allow us to have this power to command the elements. And that's, that's just uh, one of my thoughts, you know, because there was, there was a brief period of time as I started to see this stuff unravel around the world that I sort of felt this like cloud come over me and this, this severe uncertainty as a provider of like what would happen with my, my, my career, um, my business. And that was quickly replaced by a feeling of confidence and peace and direction that as so long as I execute through this stuff that, that heavenly father in Christ will give me the power to overcome anything and um and protect and provide for my family so those are those are my insights from from these chapters yeah and you know to kind of lean on that a little bit sometimes those mountains are put in front of us by design from our heavenly father right mm -hmm. and you know we make decisions i'm pretty confident we make decisions in our life that you know entail what we're going to go through 
but you know there's these obstacles that are put in there by design to help us get stronger and as well to help us lean towards Christ right and understand he's there for us and he'll never uh, give us obstacles that are too great for us to overcome or to get through and like you said uh, we we it, whether it's an obstacle or also whether it's a, a, a trial of faith that, you know, we need to um, have power to overcome, you know, and, and maybe it's uh, to help our kids with something or uh, maybe our kids have made a, or, or somebody that we know have, have are going through a hard time and we're that trial of faith for them and we can help push them and help them through things, you know? So I, I love how you, how you had that insight and, and what you took out of that. <clears throat> one area that, that I want to kind of skip to is, you know, uh, I talked briefly about Jacob 2, 31 through 35, and where they talk about immorality and how you know, we need to work through things and whatnot. And, and I don't want to harp on that, but, you know, we there's different forms in, in which we need to uh, be true and faithful to our family, to um, those who, you know, we love and care for, um, and also those who look up to us, right? That's something for me. Um, that, that I've really had uh, a lot of, lot of hope and focus on is the sense that I have people that look up to me now and it's not just myself that's in this, you know, salvation of my kids and, and my spouse is also on my shoulders as well. So I need to focus on being always clean, you know, and, and for example, when we have uh, the ability to perform the sacrament in our homes, you know, I always want to be worthy and able and have the spirit to be there so that when that comes, I'm there and able, right? And, and that's important to me. Um, but I want to switch gears a little bit to how I think we can work on that. In, in Jacob 3, 1 through 2, uh, you know, he reads, But behold, I, Jacob, would speak unto you that are pure in heart. Look unto God with firmness of mind and pray unto him with exceeding faith, and he will console you, you in your afflictions. and He will plead your cause. And send down justice upon those who seek your destruction. O oh, all ye that are pure in heart, lift up your heads and receive the pleasing word of God, and feast his love, feast upon his love, for ye may in your in your minds or, or sorry, excuse me, let me let me uh, rephrase here. You may hear the madness going on again on quarantine at home. <laughs> for ye may, if your minds are firm forever. Okay, so I want to kind of break this down into two different sections. Pure in heart and minds are firm. Those two really stuck out to me. And so to be pure in heart, we must be clean, right? And we must have that ability to really um, lean on that, that cleanliness so that the Holy Ghost can really purify us, right? Um, and also be humble, okay? And, and then the next is that our minds are firm, Right? So that we know where our flag is planted and, you know, we know the rock upon our, our salvation is within Christ. Okay. So those are two things, but, but really what I wanted to break down here is how do we keep our minds firm and our hearts pure? And again, this is this gospel by, by Preston. This is some things that I'm working on and I'm not perfect, but really there's, there's two areas that I have here. Well, three, but two kind of in-depth ones is ask yourself, what, do you want to be in life, right? Not in the sense of a career by any means, but what do you want your life to represent? Okay, and you can break those down. Like, I'm, I read this book, uh, 
Atomic Habit, right? And have you, have you heard of that book, Chris? I mean, I love that book. Yeah, it's a great awesome. read. And I'm, I'm in there studying it now. I'm at that point to where I'm really diving in, trying to apply it. And he talks about there's, there's multiple levels. There's outcome, which are habits of, of, of really just like the outcomes you want. I want to lose weight. There's processes and then there's identity outcomes or sorry, identity habits. And really that's kind of, as I was focusing on uh, having pure in heart and, and, and really having minds are firm. Those are, I, that's your identity. Once you get to this identity level that I'm a disciple of Christ and I know my flag is planted on his rock, that's when now your processes represent your identity, which then result in certain outcomes, right? And, and I think myself, I struggle with that balance of I want to be more like Christ and I focus just on the outcome level goals. And so I try to set habits like, but we all know I'm going to read my scriptures or I'm going to try to pray more, which is, which are great outcome goals, but we really need to work on, or I need to work on my identity, right? And, and who I am. And if you're really taking that identity inside out, then those goals of reading your scriptures every day, saying prayers regularly and often having faith and, and ultimately, you know, most importantly, having that hope that we'll become like him will become a routine. Right. And so I really love kind of taking that uh, modern day uh, behavioral change in the sense of our habits and what we do every day into how do we have our minds firm and our hearts pure. Right. So those are those are just kind of two areas that I, I, I'm working on after reading this week, combining something that I'm working on kind of in my, my, I guess, temporal world of having better habits around my home, around my office as a father, as a husband, et cetera. But also am I trying to be more identity based as a disciple rather than just working on outcome habits? Does that make sense? I love that. I love that. And I'm, I'm thinking of a quote in preach my gospel about behavior change um, and, uh, where is that? Do you know, you know what I'm talking about? I think it's Elder Ballard, but he, he's talking about the, like the study of, um, what is the, what is the quote? I'm, I'm kind of I'm trying to find it here. Yeah. Let me, um, I think I know what you're talking about, but, but in essence, it's, it's that like that from the inside out change is how true behavior change occurs that um, which, which I, I love and changing the way you view yourself and your identity and for like forming that consistently makes those habits much more automatic and those practices much more automatic. Um, yeah. Right. I love that. But yeah, those are really kind of my focuses uh, after this week is, you know, how can we keep ourselves pure and clean? And then it relates to what you were talking about earlier, Chris, is if, if we have the spirit with us and because we are pure and we are clean, then any obstacle, anything that gets put in our way, and it, again, may not even be an obstacle. It could be something that, you know, we need to do for our faith, for, you know, a, a calling that we have. Um, something that we need to really work on and, and, and achieve, then it's, you know, it's, it's available for us. We can do it because we have a spirit, right? Yes. And that, 
and that I mean that ties in really well, like to to circle this, to bring this full circle into, you know, four six, and and why we study the scriptures and why we draw near into the into the Lord so that we can have faith and hope, and be unshaken in the in this world, and have have the power to command, and direct things in our lives, um, and to also receive direction and, and, um, obey the commandments from, from our father in heaven and, uh, and the savior. So, and, uh, awesome, man. Yeah, that's, that's great. Well, this has been good. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's fun to, to do this. Like, like we said earlier, it's, it's for me, it's 1230 at lunchtime with all the kids running around. So, you probably heard that, but this is a real life podcast. We're not in a studio. <laughs> we're not, <laughs> we're not, uh, you know, again, trying to, um, you know, be so professional on this. Really what it is is just two dudes who live the gospel or try to live the gospel and we fail and we have hard times. We were supposed to do this last night, but I had a family party that went long, right? There's, this is life, but um, we really wanted to <clears throat> get this out as soon as possible because in what we're going through today, again, who knows where this coronavirus is going to take us or, you know, what it looks like out there in the world. But, you know, we challenge everybody, uh, especially, you know, men and, and, and women leaders in a home uh, to focus even, uh, you know, more on come follow me and, and, and really look to that for your guidance through times like this, because it's by design. And I, I truly believe that, you know, whatever phase we are in our life, whether we're, you know, like my uh, niece and nephew that just brought home a, a little baby from the hospital. And, you know, I was able to all the family. I was here for the first time yesterday. And, you know, they're 23, scared to death of life right now because they, they got a human being in their home that they're responsible for. Or, or you know, if uh, you're 75 and you have great grandkids out there, you know, come follow me is for everybody uh, to help us in our faith in our life and especially during times like this right and uh you know, it's just it's just a, a testament to me that we can have things change the world but it's always a constant when it comes to how we can worship our savior and and you know our heavenly father and that's 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 really a faith building for me but that that'd be my challenge is dig in a little deeper right now when it comes to come follow me and, and where where you're at Chris, did I lose you? I think I think you lost me for a second. Um, unfortunately, it goes back to that. This is definitely a, a, a just, <laughs> just a real life podcast. But you were saying to dig in a little bit deeper to come follow me, um, and and really just utilize that resource. Awesome, man. Well, it's been real. It's been fun. Yeah, it's good. We'll uh, we'll reconvene next week, and uh, you know, we'll look forward to talking then. All right, Chris. Sounds good. We'll sign off. Take care.